0: So welcome along to this week's podcast, we're all three here together in the room, welcome back Richard after your uh, little trip away A weekend in in Paris Whereas we had a weekend at Playmore And he lost the best part of the week didn't he, he missed the best part of the week He did, because the strange thing is that Torquay have played twice since we last recorded a podcast Now I only saw one of those games, you have saw both of them David I left the game on Saturday full of hope and optimism because Torquay played very, very well, certainly in the first half you, against York. You
1: and an awful lot of others. Uh, and, and I count myself, and I should know better <laughs> really, really after all this time, shouldn't I, that that, that never, ever, ever assume no. that you've cracked it. I go back to the hotel, about 10 o'clock, good day. Dad Dad texts, fine. Yeah. Brilliant, yeah, 2-0. Everything's under control. Nathan Blissett, just what we wanted, two goals from him. And Came away then, thinking, yeah. well, that's it's, it's cracked.
0: So, David, you went to Woking on Tuesday. Well, in, betu-
1: in between, can, yeah. I, can I can I mention? And, and I have to hold my hand up here and apologise to everybody because uh, after all these years, I should know better. Um, I did a, a very <laughs> upbeat piece with Nathan Blissit in the you paper did. Of t- yes. today. Yeah, uh, yesterday. Sorry, um, uh, um, and Nathan as well <laughs> sort of <laughs> went along with it. Yes. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're working our way towards the sort of consistency and uh, the machine like mm-hmm. kind of uh, way of thinking yep. that carried them through to the end of last I, season, etc. etc. Et 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 you were travelling up That's to That's right. And, and uh, <laughs> I must say, uh, um, you know, uh, I, 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 I almost blame myself. Not quite, not quite. But you know what exactly. I mean. Um, and and uh, a, an awful lot of United fans headed for Woking on Tuesday night. There were more than 250 there, which is a terrific a hell support of a turnout yeah. on, a, on a Tuesday in September when um, you know there's quite a lot else on, um, uh, uh, and it was like a home game for United mm. for, for most of the match. Um, uh, well, <laughs> until half time, anyway, mm. um, uh, and just a real stunner I, yeah. I, you know you, you, you get used to seeing defeats that go to the territory for when you follow and support a local um, lower division club it's, 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 it goes to the territory doesn't it but uh, well, we I still have found it hard to get my head yeah. around Tuesday night we should
0: talk about the York game first of all because the, the majority of our podcast listeners will have been to the home game in the first half, Torquay were terrific, weren't yeah. they? Well, they, they, they? They the they game had a, for yes, the first uh, forty-five minutes. Uh, Kevin
1: Nicholson, uh, um, you know, the player manager had uh, had had said privately in the build-up of the game that, that the training last week had been, you know, pretty awesome. I mean, they, they thought at one stage of actually. Sort of slowing it and backing it off because yeah. the tempo had been so intense all week, and the players actually took over and said, "No, we want to keep going, want to keep going, want to keep going." It was the best week's training; they worked very, very hard, you know, for lower division professional footballers, and that's fine. And they took it into Saturday's game. And the point you're making, guys, that they they went out of the traps faster than we've seen them before. They, they were really at it in the first yeah. half and. Could probably have been further ahead than two 0 at half time. Yeah. Um, there was all right. There was a slight dropping off possibly in the second half, uh, but York I didn't think ever really looked
0: like no. retrieving the damage. And um, and as we said, two goals for Nathan. Bissett. Yeah. The, the drought, the goal drought, which as as he said in in his piece with you, had even begun to play on his own mind a yeah. little bit. Yeah two good goals the first one a great header the second one what a clever little lob that was yes. the more you see that when you see that it's on the TV it's a a lob volley isn't it yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice, both nice laid on late, by Dan sir. Sparks by yeah. the way uh, yeah.
1: which is worth mentioning and, and you just had a feeling coming out of that match York they've thrown a load of money at it mm-hmm. whole new team just got relegated last year and United were clearly the better side last Saturday than them, and you just thought, right, woking away, Boreham Wood away. I know you should never start thinking like that. But you, you had to look at that and think. Absolutely. Six points, didn't well, you? Or, yeah. or I, you know, we were just chatting to four points from those two away yeah. games. Um, uh, uh, in other words, you don't come back empty-handed. No. You know? um, but here we go again. It just just does go to show, doesn't it, that just when you think you've started to turn a corner or you cracked it, watch out. Yeah. As Martin Ling always used to say, that no matter how well things are going, there's always a dark cloud around every corner. Yeah, uh, and he didn't mean that out of a sort of a no, uh, no. Uh, As we all know, he ended up sort of suffering from depression. He didn't quite mean it. No, it was a, it was from, a problem from a around football point a, of view, a problem yeah. around yeah. Yeah. every corner, not yeah. a dark cloud. And of course, he's absolutely
0: right. Because there were some good performances. Just sticking with Saturday's yeah. game for a moment before we move on to mm. um, to the, the horror story of yeah. the second half on Tuesday. Uh, Brendan Moore, I thought, had a very, very good game on. Best Saturday. game his best play. this season. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And just when York were coming on to United in the second yeah. half, he came and his handling off his line was really very good, positive. He um, got down among the boots, the boots a couple of times. Did, as well didn't he? And and pulled off the save of the game, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That very point blank header from Fry and he got it over the bar. No, he, he <clears> looked really, um, you know, the real deal in goal. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought there were lots of other decent, really decent performances, yeah. and it was just it was it was just what you'd hoped for. Yeah. Especially after losing the Lincoln game at home and
0: stopping you know so late. One, one um, more player I do game. want to mention, though, for some of his tackling in the second half, Nathaniel Rowe Turner I yeah. thought was outstanding. Well, Saturday. he was up
1: against quite a quick winger in he the second was. half, wasn't he? Um, uh, York sent on this lad Kane Felix at half time. Clearly, yeah. they were two nil down, and Jackie McNamara, the, the manager. Um, decided that he had to do something and he sent on this quite quick right winger yeah. and for a moment or two uh, um, he threatened to <laughs> cause a few yeah. problems didn't he and, uh, and uh, Roe Turner really had to, to um, go with him and ended up
0: There were a couple uh, getting, of really yeah, good yeah, solid tackles right, that yes, made you think yeah, you know, he yeah.
1: really is... The type you into like to role. see in a home <laughs> <He> too, <laughs> in yeah, any game yes, but especially yes. at home Fair, Um, hard, but fair tackling, and um, and and you know he ended up contributing to that. And Felix never actually caused the damage that he threatened to. uh, uh, You know when he first went on, but no, a lot to like.
0: Yes. But then, I know Kevin Nicholson himself wasn't particularly satisfied with the second half. Performance. No, and, and
1: you know he's entitled to... You, yeah. know, you, you, you have to set your height, your, 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 your sights high, <clears throat> don't you? And, and you, you have to keep on demanding. All the best managers in history have never, ever, ever been satisfied mm. with whatever their teams do. Um, and this is the test of a player, whether they can handle... This constant demand to be better than what you what you are there's yeah. loads and loads of players in the world who uh, um, uh, uh, kind of yeah fine I've, I'm okay now yeah, all good. the best ones never ever ever accept that they've achieved what they can or they're at the level that they can do they, no. they co- constantly make demands on themselves uh, to get better and better and the managers are, are the, are the, all the best managers are the same yeah. way and, and Kevin Nicholson was right to Immediately jump in after the game, didn't he? And say afterwards, I'm not happy with that. he no, tore them know. off a
0: bit of a strip, didn't he? Yeah, after the that's game. right. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, so on we go to Woking, and and uh, well, well, first forty-five uh, minutes first, was okay. Though, well, uh, first, Woking play with the best advertised and and most obvious three-five-two formation in the league. Everything is based around Jake Caprice, who used to be at Forest Green for a little while, as an attacking right-back. He is actually a a right-back who attacks quite a lot. And a lad called Nathan Ralph on the other side, who's a winger, who's who's become a left-wing-back. And everything is based around their attacking. Gibson Gurney. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. And um, uh, for 20 minutes, it looked a little bit dodgy for United. But they got through it. Um, uh, uh, defended quite well I thought under that under that sort of pressure got through it took the lead through um, Giancarlo Gallifuoco by the way the Woking uh, stadium announcer had dreadful (laughs) trouble with that (laughs) Um, uh, uh, we'll come on to (coughs) (laughs) raise that a bit before and I kept (laughs) turning around I said just say GG Um, um, and the, gu- the goal for me—it summed up Woking's mood on the night. I don't think they expected to beat United on Tuesday night no. because as soon as United took the lead, against the run of play a little bit, Woking just flattened out. Yeah. And United, I thought, took over. All right, it wasn't great, and it wasn't as good as last Saturday, but it was one of those one-nil away from home. It hasn't been great, but right, step this up a li- little yeah. bit. Second half, we'll win this. We'll, we'll end up winning this. Maybe two-nil. Maybe you know who, who knows. Um, it just didn't happen um, and uh, um, Kevin Nicholson made this change at half time he took Joe Ward off funnily enough as he had done in the home game against York yeah. the previous Saturday sent on Chase Scribbins at half time I know to, to try and uh, Scribbins right wing Dan Sparks left wing to try and stop mm. these two fullbacks coming um, but uh, for that and for various other reasons I mean that didn't have
0: particularly bearing on it but uh, it just didn't happen in the second half and United were blown away OK well we're at half time in the Woking game we're at half time in the podcast so we'll carry on talking about what went on in the second half at Woking in the second half of this. Okay. <laughs> welcome back for After the second the half and it's um, we have a bit of a horror story building yeah, up the here. Yeah the second half not?
1: of the podcast hopefully will go better than Torquay's second half against
0: because in